caviar.com. Treat yourself to a tasting at home. Introducing Petite Caviar 101, Caviar Truffles, and more. Provide the world's best caviar for over 30 years. Sustainable caviar, seasonal delights, boutique grocery, family-owned and operated. Provide to supply... Proud to supply the highest quality caviar available for over 30 years. 100% sustainable caviar. Israeli oyster, Belgian oyster, Idaho white sturgeon, Siberian sturgeon, paddlefish, Ikea. National overnight shipping, guaranteed national next day overnight shipping, Tuesday through Saturday. Same day local pickup. Local pickup and curbside for Seattle, ready within two hours, Monday through Saturday. Next day local delivery, guaranteed next day local delivery for Seattle, Monday through Friday. Shop grocery for such items like Bellwether Farms Cream Fresh, Betsy's Blini, Gluten-Free Betsy's Blini, Black Truffle Butter, White Truffle Oil, La Brugilla, Yellowfin, Fina, Belly, and Olive Oil, Russell's Original Spice Blend, Truffle Salt, Hosting and Wares, Mother of Pearl Caviar Spoon, Mother of Pearl Spoon with Blue Handle, Great Barrier Reef Petite Spoon with Powered Pointed Tip, Round Mother Pearl Palette, Caviar Presentoir with Sterling Band, Petite Mother Pearl Caviar Spoon, St. Hilaire Modern Caviar Presentoir, Frucis Saturn Silver Plated Caviar Cup, Homemade Recipes and More, Mini Potato Rosti with Caviar and Cream Fresh, Devil Quail Eggs with Caviar, and Pelini with Buckwheat. Uh, here's part four of U.S. President number 16, Abraham Lincoln. The Lincoln Cabinet. There were two measures passed to raise revenues for the federal government. Tariffs, a policy with long precedent, and a federal income tax. In 1867, Lincoln signed the second and third moral tariffs following the first enacted by Buchanan. He also signed the Revenue Act of 1861, created the first U.S. income tax, a flat tax of 3% on incomes above 822800 in current dollar terms. The Revenue Act of 1860 adopted rates that increased with income. Lincoln presided over the expansion of the federal government's economic influence in other areas. The National Banking Act created the system of national banks. The, issue, the U.S. issued paper currency for the first time, known as greenbacks, printed in green on the reverse side. In 1860, Congress created the Department of Agriculture. In response to rumors of a renewed draft, the editors of the New York World and the Journal of Commerce published a false draft proclamation that created an opportunity for the editors and the others to corner the gold market. Lincoln attacked the media for such behavior and ordered a military seizure of the two papers, which lasted for two days. Lincoln is largely responsible for the Thanksgiving holiday. Thanksgiving had become a regional holiday in New England in the 17th century. It had been sporadically proclaimed by the federal government on irregular dates. The prior proclamation had been during James Madison president 50 years early. In 1860, Lincoln declared that the final Thursday of no in November of that year to be a day of Thanksgiving. In June 1864, Lincoln approved the Yosemite Grant enacted by Congress, which provided unprecedented federal protection for the area now known as Yosemite National Park. Judicial appointments. Lincoln's philosophy on court nominations was that we cannot ask a man what he will do, and if we should, and he should answer us, 
he we should despise him for it. Therefore, we must take a man whose opinions are known. Lincoln made five appointments to the Supreme Court. Noah Haynes Swain was an anti-slavery lawyer who was committed to the Union. Samuel Freeman Miller supported Lincoln in the 1860 election and was avowed uh, was an avowed abolitionist. David Davis was Lincoln's campaign manager in 1860 and had served as a j- judge in the Illinois court circuit where Lincoln pr- practiced. Democrat Stephen Johnson Field, a previous California Supreme Court justice, provided geographic and political balance. Finally, Lincoln's Treasury Secretary, Salomon P. Chase, became Chief Justice. Lincoln believed Chase was an able jurist, would support Reconstruction legislation, and that his appointment united the Republican Party. Other judicial appointments. Lincoln appointed 27 judges to the Union States District Courts, but no judges to the United States Circuit Courts during his time in office. States admitted to the Union. West Virginia was admitted to the Union on June 20, 1863. Nevada, which became the third state in the far west of the continent, was admitted as a free state on October 31, 1864. Assassination John Wilkes Booth was a well-known actor and a Confederate spy from Maryland, though he never joined the Confederate Army. He had contacts with the Confederate Secret Service after attending on an April 11, 1865 speech in which Lincoln promoted voting rights for blacks, Booth hashed a plot to assassinate the president. Learning of the Lincoln's intent to attend the play with Grant Booth and his co-conspirators planned to assassinate Lincoln and Grant at Ford's Theater and to kill Vice President Johnson and Secretary of State Seward at their respective homes. Lincoln and wife attended the play, Our American Cousin, on the evening of April 14th, just five days after Lee's surrender. At the last minute, Grant decided to go to New Jersey to visit his children instead of attending the play. At 10.14 p.m., Booth entered the back of Lincoln's theater box, crept up from behind, and fired at the back of Lincoln's head, mortally wounding him. Lincoln's guest major, Henry Rathbone, momentarily grappled with Booth, but Booth stabbed him and escaped. Lincoln was taken across the street to Peterson House. After remaining in a coma for eight hours, Lincoln died at 7.22 a.m. on April 15th. Stanton saluted and said, now he belongs to the ages. Lincoln's flag and folded body was then escorted to the rain, in the rain to the White House by bareheaded Union officers while the city's church bells rang. President Johnson was sworn in the next morning. Two weeks later, Booth was tracked to a farm. In Virginia, and refusing to surrender, he was mortally shot by Sergeant Boston Corbett and died April 26. Secretary Stanton had issued orders that Booth was take that Booth to be taken alive, so Corbett was initially arrested for court-martial. After a brief interview, Stanton declared him a patriot and dismissed the charge. F- funeral and burial: The late president lay in state first in the East Room of the White House and then in the Capitol Rotunda from April 19th through April 21st. The casket containing Lincoln's body. And the body of his son, Willie, traveled for three weeks on the Lincoln Special Funeral Train. The train followed a circuitous route from Washington, D.C. to Springfield, Illinois, stopping at many cities for memorials attended by hundreds of thousands. Many ga- others gathered along the tracks as the train passed with bands, bonfires, and hymns singing or in silent grave. Poet Walt Whitman composed When Lags Last in the Dooryard Bloomed to Eulogize Him, one of four poems he wrote about Lincoln, African Americans were especially amused. They had lost their Moses in a larger sense. The reaction was in response to the deaths of so many men in the war. Historians have emphasized the widespread shock and sorrow, but noted that some Lincoln haters celebrated his death. 
religious and political and philosophical beliefs. As a young man, Lincoln was a religious skeptic. He was deeply familiar with the Bible, quoting and pra praising it. He was private about his position in organ on organized religion and respected beliefs of others. He never made a clear profession of Christian beliefs, though his entire public career. Through his entire public career, Lincoln had a proneness for quoting scripture. His three most famous speeches, the House Divided Speech, the Gettysburg Address, and the Second Inaugural, each contained direct allusions to providence and quotes from scriptures. In the 1840s, Lincoln subscribed to the doctrine of necessity, a belief that the human mind was controlled by a higher power. With the death of his son Edward in 1850, he more frequently expressed their dependence on God. He never joined a church, although he frequently attended the First Presbyterian Church with his wife beginning in 1852. In the 1850s, Lincoln asserted his belief in providence in a general way and rarely used the language or imagery of the evangelicals. He regarded the the republicanism of the Founding Fathers with an almost religious reverence. The death of son Willie in February 1816 may have caused him to look toward religion for solace. After Willie's death, he questioned the divine necessity of the war's severity. He wrote at this time that God could have either saved or destroyed the Union without a human context. Yet the contest began, and having begun, he could give the final victory to either side any day. Yet the contest proceeds. Lincoln did believe in an all-powerful God that shaped events, and by 1865 was expressing those plays in major speeches by the end of the war. He increasingly appealed to the Almighty for solace and to explain events. Writing in April 4, 1864, to a newspaper editor in Kentucky, I claim not to have controlled events, but confess plays that events have controlled me. Now, at the end of three years' struggle, the petition's condition is not what it, <coughs> is not what either party or any man have devised <coughs> or expected. God alone can claim it. With her, it is held. It is tending seems plain. If God now wills the removal of a great wrong, and wills also that we of the North, as well as you of the South, shall pay fairly for our complicity. In that wrong, impartial history will find therein new cause to attest and revere the justice and goodness of God. This spiritually spirituality can best be seen in a second inaugural address. <coughs> Considered by some scholars of Lincoln himself as the greatest such address in American history. Lincoln explains therein the cause, the purpose, and result of the war was God's will. Later in life, Lincoln's frequent use of religious imagery and language might have reflected his own personal beliefs and might have been a device to reach its audiences who were mostly <coughs> evangelical Protestants on the day Lincoln was assassinated. He reportedly told his wife he desired to visit the Holy Land. Health. Lincoln's bleed that had depression, the smallpox, and malaria. He took blue mass pills, which contained mercury, to treat constipation. It is unknown to what extent he may suffer from mercury poisoning. Several claims have been made that Lincoln's health was declined before the assassination. These are often based on photographs of Lincoln appearing to show weight loss and muscle wasting. It is also su suspected that he might have had a rare genetic disease, such as Marfan syndrome or multiple endocrine neoplasia type 2b. Legacy of Republican Values Lincoln's redefinition of Republican values has been stressed by students such as John P. Patrick Diggins, Harry V. Jaffa, 
Vernon Burton, Eric Foner, and Herman J. Bells. Lincoln called the Declaration of Independence, which infest freedom and equality for all, the sheet anchor of republicanism beginning in the 1850s. He did at this time when the Constitution, which tolerates slavery, was the focus of most political discourse. Dickens notes, Lincoln presented America the theory of history that offers a profound contribution to the theory and destiny of republicanism itself in the 1860s Cooper Union speech. Instead of focusing on the legality of an argument, he focused on the moral, moral basis of republicanism. His position on war, though, was founded on a legal argument regarding the Constitution as essentially a contract among, sta among the states, and all parties must agree to pull out of the contract. Further, it was a national duty to ensure the republic stands in every state. Many soldiers and religious leaders from the North, though, fell felt the fight for liberty and freedom slaves were ordained by the moral and religious police. As a Whig activist, Lincoln was a spokesman for business interests, favoring high tariffs, banks, infrastructure improvements, and railroads in opposition to Jacksonian Democrats. William C. Harris found that Lincoln's reverence for the Founding Fathers, the Constitution, the laws under it, and the preservation of the Republic and its incidents strengthened his conservatism. James G. Rand emphasized his tolerance and moderation in his preference for orderly progress, his distrust of dangerous agitation, and his reluctance toward ill-digested schemes to reform. Randall concludes that he was conservative in his complete avoidance of what of that type of so-called radicalism which involved abuse of the South, hatred for the slaveholder, thirst for vengeance, partisan plotting, and ungenerous demands that Southern institutions be transferred overnight by outsiders. Reunification of the states. In Lincoln's first inaugural address, he explored the na nature of democracy. He had denounced succession as anarchy and explained that majority rule had to be balanced by constitutional restraints. He said a majority held in restraint by constitutional checks and limitations and always changing easily with deliberate changes of popular opinions and sentiments. It is the only true sovereign of a free people. The excessive reunification of states had consequences for how people view the country. The term United, the United States has historically been used sometimes in the plural, these United States, and other times in the singular. The Civil War was a significant force in the eventual dominance of the singular uses by the end of the 19th century. Historical reputation. In this company, I was never reminded of my humble origin or of my unpopular color, Frederick Douglass. In surveys of U.S. scholars ranking presidents conducted since 1948, the top three presidents are Lincoln, Washington, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Although order varies between 1999 and 2011, Lincoln, John F. Kennedy, and Ronald Reagan have been the top-ranked presidents in eight surveys, according to Gallup. A 2004 study found that scholars in the fields of history and politics ranked Lincoln number one, while legal scholars placed him second after George Washington. Lincoln's assassination left him a national martyr. He was viewed by abolitionists as a champion of human liberty. Republicans linked Lincoln's name to their party. Many, though not all, in the South considered Lincoln as a man of outstanding ability. Historians have said he was a classical liberal in the 19th century sense. Alan C. Guelzel states that Lincoln was a classical liberal Democrat, an enemy of artificial hierarchy, a friend to trade and business as ennobling and enabling, and an American candidate to mill. Cobden and Bright, whose portrait Lincoln hung in his White House office. Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. 
Schwartz argues that Lincoln's American reputation grew slowly from the late 19th century until the Progressive Era, 1900 to 1920s, when he emerged as one of America's most venerated heroes, even among white Southerners. The, white, the high point came in 1992 when the, with the dedication of the Lincoln Memorial on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Union Nationalism, as envisioned by Lincoln, helped lead America to the nationalism of Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, and Franklin Delano Roosevelt. In the New Deal era, liberals honored Lincoln not so much as the self-made man or the great war president, but as the advocate of the common man who they claimed would have supported the welfare state. Sociologist Barry Schwartz argues that in the 1930s and 1940s, the memory of Abraham Lincoln was practiced, practically sacred and brought the nation with a moral symbol inspiring and guiding American life. During the Great Depression, he argues Lincoln served as a means for seeing the world's disappointments from making sufferings not so much explicable as meaningful. Franklin D. Roosevelt, preparing America for, uses the words of the Civil War president to clarify the threat posed by Germany and Japan. America's asked, what would Lincoln do? However, Schwartz also finds that since World War II, Lincoln's public power had lost relevance, and this fading hero is sim symptomatic of fading confidence in national greatness. He suggests that postmodernism and multiculturalism have deleted greatness as a concept. In the Cold War years, Lincoln's image shifted to a symbol of freedom who, bought, who brought hope to the oppressed by communist regimes. By the late 1960s, some African-American intellectuals led by Lerone Bennett Jr. rejected Lincoln's role as a great emancipator. <coughs> Bennett won wide attention when he called Lincoln a white supremacist in 1968. He noted that Lincoln used ethnic slurs and told jokes that ridiculed blacks. Bennett argued that Lincoln opposed social equality and proposed sending free slaves to another country. Defenders such as authors Dirk and Cashin retorted that he was not as bad as most politicians of his day and that he was a moral visionary who definitely advanced the abolitionist cause as vastly as political possible. As politically possible. The emphasis shifted away from Lincoln, the emancipated, to an argument that blacks had freed themselves from slavery or at least were responsible for pressuring the government on emancipation. By the 1970s, Lincoln had become a hero to political conservatives for an intense nationalist support for business, his insistence on stopping the spread of human bondage, his acting in terms of locking and burking principles on behalf of both liberty and tradition, and his devotion to the principles of the Founding Fathers. Lincoln became a favorite exemplar for liberal intellects across the world. Historian Barry Schwartz wrote in 2009 that Lincoln's image suffered erosion, fading prestige, benign ridicule in the late 20th century, and on, on the other hand, Donald Pine, that is 1996 biography that Lincoln was distinctly endowed with the personality trait of negative capability defined by the poet John Keats, and, it, and attributed to external leaders who were content in the midst of uncertainties and doubts not compelled toward fact or reason. In the 21st century, President Barack Obama named Lincoln his favorite president and insisted on using Lincoln's Bible for his inaugural sermons. Lincoln has often been portrayed by Holland almost always in a flattering light. Memory and Memorials Lincoln's portrait appears on two Democrats denominations of the United States currency, the penny and the $5 bill. His likeness also appears on many post stamps. While he is usually portrayed bearded, he grew a beard in 1860 at the suggestion of 11-year-old Grace Bedell. He was the first president, first of 60 presidents, 16 presidents to do so. He has been memorials in many town, city, and county names, including the capital of Nebraska, the United States Navy Nimitz class aircraft carrier USSS, USS Abraham Lincoln, 
CVN-72 is named after Lincoln, the second Navy ship to bear his name. Lincoln Memorial is one of the most visited monuments in the nation's capital and is one of the top five visited National, For National Park Service sites in the country. Ford's Theater, among the top sites in Washington, D.C., is across the street from Peterson House, where he died. Memorials in Springfield, Illinois, include Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum. Lincoln's home, as well as his tomb, a portrait carving of Lincoln, appears with those of three other presidents on Mount Rushmore, which receives about three million visitors a year. No, it's discharged from command, rank of captain, and re-enlisted as rank of private. Thomas Bourne's January 1778 would have been eight at the attack. May 1786, all the sources used six. Their land convention became part of Spencer County, Indiana, where the county was established in 1818. Historians disagree on who initiated the move. Thomas Lincoln had no obvious reason to do so. One possibility is that other members of the family, including Dennis Hanks, may have matched Thomas's ability and steady income. The Lincoln's last descendant, great-grandson Robert Todd Lincoln Beckwith, died in 1985. Eric Foner contrasts the abolitionist and anti-slavery radical Republicans of the Northeast who saw slavery as a sin with the conservative Republicans who thought it was bad because it hurt white people and blocked progress. Foner argues that Lincoln was a moderate in the middle, opposing slavery primarily because it violated the Republican principles of the founding. Fathers, especially the equality of all men and Democrat self-government expressed in the Declaration of Independence. Many northern newspapers, however, demanded more. They expected victory within 90 days. At the moment of death, some observers said he, his face seemed to relax into a smile. Witnesses have provided other versions of the quote, i.e., how he now belongs to the ages, and he is a man for the ages. On claims that Lincoln was baptized by an associate by, associate by of Alexander Campbell's C. Martin, Jim, 1996, the secret baptism of Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln wrote the, to Thurlow Weed on March 1, 1865, I accept my second inaugural to wear as well as perhaps better than anything I have ever produced. While the book writing... The presence of ranking of U.S. leaders from the great and honorable to the dishonest and incompetent acknowledges that polls have rated Lincoln among the top presidents since 1948. The authors find him to be among the two best presidents along with Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Thank you for listening to this segment on Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you stay safe, stay home if you can, practice just if you do go out. Wear a mask, use, wash your hands, use universal precautions during this coronavirus pandemic that extends to 2021 as we look forward to a normalcy. Now that the vaccine is out, if that can ever happen. I hope you have a good week and stay tuned next week for U U.S. President number 17, Andrew Johnson. BartlebyLearn.com, an easier way to study hard. Ask a question. You have homework questions, and Bartleby subject matter experts have answers. Ask away. Most questions are answered as fast as 30 minutes, and you'll be notified by email when your answer is ready. Find a solution. Proofread your paper. Bartleby experts will look over your paper with their advanced grammar and spell checkers. Bartleby Learn. Access step-by-step -step solutions to millions of textbook problems. A searchable database of solutions to homework questions and... Such a better estimate on standby 24-7 when you're stuck. Bartleby Write. Write better right now. Scan for accidental plagiarism. 
check spelling and grammar and format citations correctly so you can spend less time writing and get the grade you want. Bartleby Tutor. 24-7 online tutoring service gives you personalized instruction you want and the flexibility you demand. With convenient options, you can find the best fit for your lifestyle and study habits. Bartleby Learn. Search, solve, succeed. Study smarter with access to millions of step-by-step textbook solutions, a searchable digital database of homework solutions and subject matter experts on standby 24-7 to provide homework help when you need it. Subscribe and your first week is $4.99. After your first week, subscription auto renews monthly to $9.99 USD or the then monthly current fee. Cancel anytime. Winning lineup of student tools, textbook solutions, millions of step-by-step solutions with thousands of added daily in 30 subjects, expert Q&A, ask the expert your most troublesome homework or study questions anytime and review a detailed solution in as fast as 30 minutes. 24-7 homework help. Bartleby subject matter experts, many with advanced degrees, are always on standby to ease your concerns and get your back on track. Solution database. Homework solutions are easily searchable and constantly updated. Quickly find a, what you need, save it later, and access from a mobile device. Try it today. Study on the go. Problems solved. Maximize your study time and get homework help anytime, anywhere with the Bartleby app. Ask or snap a homework question. Search textbook solutions and get answers, notifications right from your device. Download it on the App Store or Google Play. Bartleby Wright, compose with confidence. Quit starting. Quit staring at a blind, blinking cursor. Easier essay composition is right here for, with your new favorite quiz, plagiarism and grammar checker. Their all-in-one writing help tool is designed to reduce mistakes, improve writing habits, and transform OK questions into stellar ones so you can submit your paper with confidence all for one, only $9.99 a month. Try Bartleby Wright, 24-7 personal writing tutor, plagiarism checker. Bartleby will help you catch missing text citations, accidental copy text, and other mistakes, giving you supreme confidence in your original work. Grammar and spell checker, author your own success story with writing help to eliminate mistakes. Early scoring, Bartleby's advanced algorithm scans your paper and compares it to thousands of similar papers to produce a score before you turn it on. Citation assistance, whether it's MLA grammar checks or APA assistance, citing sources in a cinch. Try it today. Bartleby Tour, tutor, one-on-one -on -one tutoring on your schedule, whether it's a one-time question or a homework problem that needs a private study session solution. Bartleby's got you. Their team of live tutors are available 24-7. Get started today with a free 15-minute session on them. Find a tutor. Get a tutor on your computer. All tutoring sessions occur in real time via messaging or audio for easy collaboration on homework help, textbook solution, and more. 24-7 availability. Tutors are on demand day or night and can accommodate your school and life balance. When you're ready to study, so is Bartleby. Flexible options. Don't pay for tutoring time you won't use. Buy 30, 60, or 120 minute increments, whichever best fits your needs. Didn't use all your minutes? Roll them over to another session. Many subjects. Tutors are available in over 20 subjects. Bartleby experts will help make sense of the toughest concepts 
in engineering, math, physics, business, and more. Find a tutor ready to get started. Sign up for 27 Homework Help now.